What up, dog? Well, dude, what's up with you, man? Man, it's been good. How's it going? How's life? It's been too long. It's all right, man. It's all good. You know, it feels like it's been forever since we've done this shit. I don't even know what to. Uh, it's just nice to see you, man. Same to you. I think it was like it was like early November. I think we talked to uh, Mike from VHS. Was that when that was? Time. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Damn, son, you've been busy. I see you've been death driving it the fuck up. I've been death driving. I've been death teaching. I've been uh, death dissertating. All kinds of fun stuff, man. Busy as a Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? How about you? What's going on? Just keeping the crypt alive, bro. It's just me. That's I what I do every day: snapping necks, cashing checks, man. It looks. It looks as though the the lifting dead army is fucking swelling by the day. I mean, that's the goal, right? I'm the fearless yeah. leader, just doing Zoom yoga classes and getting everybody in touch, man. You know, that's fucking badass, man. It's good right. to see good people do well. Man, thank you, man. I couldn't do it without you. Oh, no, no, no. This is the most fun podcast I do. This is fun, and I, I do, I do regret that we've been so busy. I do like that we've, we've, we're, we're still able to come back and do it again after, you know taking a break to handle, you know, you, you know, you get busy during certain times of the year, you do your shit and then you get back together with your bros and you yeah. have a little chat about death metal and it's all good. It's all like, fun. I look like nothing ever happened, man. It's easy. Exactly. It's easy for me to drink coffee and talk about death metal. I can do that in my sleep. It's easy for me to drink Waterloo, Ooh. sparkling water. This pro this podcast is sponsored by Waterloo. Well, yeah, that's what I, we, we should uh, we should reach out and see if they uh, if they like lifts and if they like riffs and see if maybe they would like to uh, to hook us up with some free shit because I'll drink this shit and pimp it for the rest of my life. Me too. I'm definitely trying to get like a healthy drink or supplement sponsor to the podcast would be awesome. So there you go, Waterloo. Yeah. If, if Whole Foods is listening out here, if they're listening to Aborted, they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> what we can do have you listened to cryptic hatred i have man i have listened to cryptic hatred i so i have their um i found them on Bandcamp. Yeah. i guess it's been a couple of months ago now uh and i i didn't realize until i was getting ready for this episode uh that they had a physical release of that of that out and so i'm gonna have to run that shit down yeah uh it's out from our boys at desert wasteland productions yeah, that is that is correct. That's the, and that's I the homies. That's how feel I feel like I've been remiss. They're great. Yeah, that's how I found out about them through uh, Sean from Desert Wastelands. So yeah, they're uh, they're fucking awesome. I feel like they speak to us directly because they sound just like early era Cannibal Corpse. They do. They say you, you can definitely hear a lot of that influence, um, and then also pulling from some some countrymen of theirs. Hopefully, we get to talk to them a little bit about their influences when they come on. Who all are we talking to? Do you know? Yes, I do. His name is. I don't want to fuck it up, but I think it's Emil E E M I L or Emil. It might be Emil. That sounds more. Uh, that sounds more Finnish to me. But uh, no, we'll, we'll see. see. He's the vocalist this- and rhythm guitarist. Excellent. Now, is this is this our first? No, I guess technically, VH. No, fuck. I guess technically, our very first guest was our first international podcast. Freddie from Casket Slime. But you know what, man? I feel like Canada's close enough that they don't really count. No offense, Canada. We love you guys, but but we're just we're connected. You guys, you're not exotic enough for us today. I feel like is the inaugural exotic not american guest on the lips and riffs podcast and they're and they're coming to us from fucking finland wonder what time it is there 8 p.m 8 p.m seven hours ahead of us they know what's in the future they do which is fucking dope to me they were he was so cool he responded he was so happy that i asked him to be on the podcast he wants to be here so that's always cool too i think these dudes are young i think he's like 18 that's my understanding is that they are in their teens, and I think that that's cool, man. The, the younger dudes, the younger, the younger musicians, dudes and, and, and ladies alike, are the future of this genre, and it yeah. makes me happy to see them excited to to talk to the old dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully we can. Yeah, 
can get some information out of, of uh, how to be young again and how to be passionate. Yeah, that would be nice, right? It's nice to hear, and I'm sure we'll talk to him about this, but such young kids sounding like, you know, Tomb of the Mutilated is refreshing to me. Yeah, for sure. They, uh, they, they're laying on those, uh, those influences pretty heavy, you know? The kids are all right, man. I feel they like... Are. There's a few of them that like, are we are. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. We'll get to them. We'll fix them in the future. Right now, we're just going to celebrate the ones who are killing it. Speaking of the kids, how is the scene in, in your in your neck of the woods with the whole college situation and being in South Carolina and everything? Like, what's up? Yeah, it's relatively anticlimactic. I remember is back it? at the beginning, at the beginning of the fall semester, I was talking to you like, man, it's gonna be the fucking apocalypse. And yeah, it, it got really hairy for a little while. And I, I honestly think that things are a lot worse than are than are being reported right now. But okay. by and large, it just seems kind of like business as usual. We're still gonna be so everybody went home for Thanksgiving break, and so we extended winter break, so there's nobody on right now. Um, which is great for me because I love it when it's empty up there. Sure. But uh, they're going to be coming back in the spring and we're still going to be doing the mixed online slash in-person classes. So who knows, man, hopefully they don't all go home and fucking kill grandma and then get COVID and fucking come back. And it, it, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying not to be alarmist. I feel like I was a little bit too alarmist at the beginning. So just going to keep my fingers crossed and hope that the kids really are all right. Well, from up here, it looks like it's worse down there. So oh, yes. For all, all of that, I just need inside information from the truth. Shuler is the truth, and I don't believe Man, anybody I, else. I I try to be. Well, I, I will say, I will say, South Carolina doesn't seem to be doing as badly as Florida. My dad was in Florida for Thanksgiving, which was not a smart move, but whatever. Yeah. And he was like, dude, you'd never fucking know. Go to restaurants; they're packed. There's no fucking. There's no occupancy limits. There's no mask mandate, no businesses or like, like the wait staff's not wearing masks. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing going down there, man? Why would you do that? Yeah, is he all right? My dad? Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, <laughs> still, still, still with us as far as I know. Yeah. Well, good for him, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah I was talking, when I was talking to uh, Intoxicated, you know, they're in Florida and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't give a fuck. They've, they've been having shows this whole time. No masks, people moshing, whatever. Yeah. Crazy to me. It's another world, but man. It is. It really is. It's fucking the further down you get, I guess, man, the the the, the crazier shit goes. This is true. But I know some people in uh New Orleans and they said they have that shit unlocked. Well, maybe unlocked for New Orleans isn't quite as unlock unlocked for the rest of the world, but they say it's uh they're keeping shit tight and it's pretty bad down there too. I'll be I'll be interested to see what Mardi Gras looks like this year. Cause I know that if there's anywhere that can't be bothered to give a fuck about COVID restrictions when it comes to, to Mardi Gras or some sort of celebration like that, it's New Orleans. Yeah, even if they cancel it, people will still celebrate. So like they can maybe officially cancel it, like wink, wink, it's canceled, but then like nothing different happens. They're gonna be in the streets, throwing beads, fucking doing body shots or whatever it is they do down there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of New Orleans, segue back into music seamlessly. I've been on a huge, I hate God and Crowbar just jam fest this past week. Isn't it isn't it beautiful? It's I knew I knew you were gonna mention that, man. I'm so stoked on that that fucking announcement for the new I Hate God record. Dude, I yeah, cannot dude, I pre-ordered it. Pre-ordered the vinyl. History of nomadic behavior. What a fucking awesome name. That's you can always count on Mike from I Hate God to do some fun wordsmithing when it comes to album titles, song titles. That dude's fucking brilliant, man. Yeah, that whole New Orleans sludge just scene was lost on me. I think er, in my early days of like getting into metal and music, for some reason yeah. I kind of overlooked it. But for now, I can't. I can't get enough of it. The past couple of years. That was that was some of the first shit that I when I started getting into heavier music, you know, before I got into death metal, I grew up in Arkansas, about 10 minutes from the Louisiana border. And um, a lot of the heavier shit that I ended up finding that was sort of not necessarily mainstream, I found through that first down record. It came out in like 95, I guess. And I knew about that because of Pantera. You listen to down, you start reading the liner notes and you're like, who the fuck is Crowbar? Who the fuck are these other guys? Who the fuck is I Hate God? Yeah. And then you start checking out that stuff. And man, that that crowbar, especially crowbar, man, oh, yeah. their, their last couple of albums haven't 
haven't really resonated with me the way it did when I was younger, but Early I'll show. never forget hearing Odd Fellows Rest for the first time. That record is an absolute fucking classic start to finish. One of my records of all time. That's cool, man. I never knew you uh, you were into it so much. Oh That's yeah, cool. big time. That's especially cool. like yeah, especially when I was when I was younger. Um, yeah. Odd Fellows Rest, Sonic Excess in its purest form. Uh, both both those albums were really 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 important for me. That's uh yeah, their self titled one is great too fucking high high rate extinction that's the tune i've been lifting to that all week man the last skinless record had a cover of high rate extinction on it and it was heavy as fuck if you have not heard that you should check it out i'm looking it up right now skinless rules they're another they're another band that's not talked about enough i'm wondering what they're up to right now it's been a while since their last one came out it's been a minute it's been a minute I was, I was also just listening to Dying Fetus in preparation for the Lips and Rips podcast just because I felt like I should be. And uh, they need to release something again soon, too. I wonder what they're up to. I'm, what I'm assuming is that all these bands who are like diehard road dogs, like like Dying Fetus, yeah. just don't know what to do with all the fucking time they got on their hands right now. Hopefully they're using it, you know, writing and recording and yeah, I would think doing kids are stuff like that'll... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, you know... It'll be good for them because hopefully that'll be some sort of revenue stream and it'll be good for us because it's more fucking jams. What have you been into uh, recently? I know it's been a minute since the last time we've spoken, but what have you um, What have you been listening to? Oh God, I can't even, I'm not even sure it's been so long since the last time we did this. Um, yeah. Mostly like the last couple of weeks I've been going over my end of the year shit. So I got... I got, uh, I'll be doing three hour shows, three hour episodes of Death Drive for the rest of the year, the next three weeks. And next week is part one of the best of 2020. And then on the 28th is part two of the best of 2020. So that's over six hours of bands just from 2020. It's been a good year for music, man. It has been. I need to, uh, I'm in the process of formulating my top 10 list for Death Comes Lifting, but uh, it's, uh, I have it down to like 30, I think. So it's crunch time. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Like I've, I've pretty much got my top 15 solidified. There's one thing I'm waiting on and it's, it's Deeds of Flesh. I know that it's going to be in there somewhere. Um, it's just a question of where, like I got the promo for it a couple of weeks ago and I straight up deleted that shit because I want, yeah, I want to hold it in my hands and listen to it and enjoy the full experience. And I, I do hate that it's coming out this close to the end of the year because, uh, you know, it's Deeds of Flesh is a dizzyingly complex technical death metal band and it would be great to have a little bit more time to digest it, but sure. I'm a huge fan of that band. I've been into him for a really long time and I feel like it's it's really important for us to get to hear this particular record. So yeah, it's going to rate really high up there. It's just a question of where. Yeah, man, I can't wait for it. But what is, what is the appropriate time to release an end of the year list? Because people do it like the first week of December and I'm like, just hold on, hold on a minute. Like why, why rush it? But why do people well, do that? I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends. Like my buddy Chris, who used to write for Last Rites, um, he and a number of other writers, I think, or people who write regularly and contribute to websites about music or whatever, they always end up putting December releases in with the next year's shit. Okay. So that way they can, I guess, for the purposes of publishing shit and getting things out in a timely manner, maybe staggering uh, these articles, so they have a steady flow throughout December. Um, I assume that a lot of a lot of people sort of just wait and put the December releases in the next year's column. I don't do that, I, especially when good shit came out in December. Like fucking Morbid Angels' last record came out in December last year. That fucking Skull Crush record came out in December. Uh, Sulfur Eons. Um, Last full length came out December 2018. This year we got Deeds of Flesh. Uh, so like I wait until like I'll, I'll be steady working on what I want to say about each record and then formulate those things like the last week of the year. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. I just never knew if that was like the true like music nerd, music writer way to do it. But I just, you know, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know either. Do you know what your number one is? I'm not going to make you say it, but like in your heart, do you I know? Do. I think, yes, I do. I think I do too. They're just going to have to wait. We can talk about it off air if you want, but we, 
the freaks are going to have to wait to see. Yeah, I at least have uh, like one, two, and three. Like they, they could all be interchangeable. But I'm not saying it's napalm death, but I'm not saying it's not napalm death. Yeah, that. So napalm death fucking ripped. I loved it. There are just a lot of other records that that caught me by surprise a little bit more. Dude, and, and again, like I, I got to stress, the year has been really shitty. But not only has the music been really good, the shittiness of the year made me rely more on the goodness of the music to like stay alive. Absolutely. And so, so like so much of the fucking like I'm talking about death metal too. I'm not talking about like meaningful fucking. Yeah. adult contemporary music that resonates with me like fucking death metal riffs got me through 2020 Absolutely. and a lot of like when i've been going back and putting uh putting together the list for the last the last couple of episodes of the show and and, and setting up these uh these best of 2020 countdowns i keep coming back to like where i was when i was listening to this record in 2020 for the first time like sort of where my out door runs were at the time like whether or not I was like working out using resistance bands or weights like what was going on with school and work all those things are like very much sort of rooted in time and place for me this year in a way that they don't usually it doesn't it hasn't usually happened in the past in the last couple of years so it's really really hard to narrow down what's what your favorite records of the year are there's so much good stuff that's an excellent point especially you know this year can seem like a blur to people and I mean even me for sure but when you go back and you listen to a song that you know might have got you through the beginning stages of quarantine or all that stuff you really remember you're like wow I really did that shit like we really were yeah. that shit and we were really out of that shit so thanks fucking you know insert band here thanks <laughs> forget, forget. thanks riffs thanks riffs thanks lifts riffs and lifts yes metal I really like the new Tombs record as well. That's I have not heard it. Tombs, Tombs is a band that I like. I tried a couple of times in the past, and it's not that I didn't like it. I was just like, yeah, I'll come back to this. Yeah, I, I, feel, probably the same I feel the same way. But for, for whatever reason, I was in a good state of mind, I think, when I uh, decided to check it out, and it really resonated with me. So I would recommend that to you for sure. Check it out, man. I'll do it. Yeah, man. What do you got for me while we wait for he just emailed me he's going to be entering the waiting room here in a minute we're going to figure out his name <laughs> we'll we'll ask very politely hey man what's your name <laughs> what's your fucking name bro hey dude finished teenager trying to flex on me yeah no i want to get flexed on by a finished teenager me too I gotta, I gotta ask him a whole bunch of questions about like true crime shit. Not true crime shit, but uh, finished crime dramas. My wife is like obsessed with, uh, with TV. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea what this is. What? what yeah, no. Like they, <laughs> they, they, they have like particularly dark, like, uh, yeah. like mystery crime dramas and shit. That now, now that everybody's been quarantined for like ten months, you know, you've found yourself streaming all kinds of shit you never knew was out there and my wife has delved deep into the uh the scandinavian and nordic gritty crime dramas oh i've heard about those they're on netflix and shit right yeah netflix and hulu and uh fucking a couple other things i can't even really remember are they i'm pretty up to their darkness are they hardcore the one that i watched was pretty good um I, I don't remember the the Finnish name of it, but the, the translation or they're calling it I think they're calling it Border Town or Borderlands. Okay. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Like I'm not uh I'm selective about the, the TV that I watch and I'm I'm like I'm really bad about going back and rewatching shit from the past. So I don't watch a whole bunch of new TV shows, but the that that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm terrible. I haven't fucking watched anything, I don't think, since I watched horror movies for Halloween, but I'm always looking for some new stuff if I have time, but that's we'll, we'll ask him about it. We'll get get his opinion on uh, what he thinks. Maybe they don't even like exist over there. Maybe they're just for he'll, he'll be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, my mom watches that shit or something. We'll be like, yeah, man, gonna, gonna we're old. Tell us the real stuff. Gonna send us some, like, bootleg snuff films. Who is, in your opinion, 
the essential Finnish metal band. Oh fuck! All right. Well, we've got we got to make a a cut here. So is it Finnish death metal, mm. or is it Finnish melodic death metal, or is it everything else? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my one of each. How about that? Okay, go for it, bro. Let's do it. Straight up Finnish death metal. Mm. I'm gonna go with crypts. Sweet. And and mainly because they're modern, and I think that a lot of people would probably say like convulse or demigod, demigod or demolish or something like that. All good shit, of course. Crypts has a fucking flawless discography, and they're still going. They're still doing good shit. Melodic. Hey, how many records they have? Like four. I think so. I'd have to check and make sure, but yeah. Something like that. That's cool, man. I I haven't listened to them all. I will uh, I will go back and do that for sure. The, the my favorite one is easily cadaver circulation. That that's the most recent one that they put out. That shit fucking rules, man. It is heavy as hell and it's catchy too. Um, so straight up finished death metal, Chris. Uh, finished melodic death metal, Insomnium. Easily one of my favorite bands pretty prolific um had a whole lot of evolution in their sound i i really love insomnium um and then non death metal like couldn't even remotely be construed for death metal <laughs> pull my card if you want to i don't give a fuck i love him i think him fucking rules i celebrate his entire their entire discography i was bummed out when they fucking broke up i do have a feeling that they'll come back one day but i love him man i love me some love metal i can't argue with any of those i love him as well but i would i will say i think my favorite uh finnish death metal act would have to be demolish can't go wrong. i think and i think a lot of people would probably say that easily it's weird i you know, I've, I've been listening to this kind of music for a really long time, and it is interesting how sort of different bands get compartmentalized in different scenes or how information travels or whatever. But I never really was that familiar with Demolition until a few years ago. Um, and now it seems like they're everywhere, even though they're not, right? Like, it just, it, se it, it seems like they were this band that everybody really loved back in the day, but I, I, I really think that they're more celebrated now than they ever were uh, when they were together or, or even in sort of the aftermath of, of the, you know, the really yeah. influential shit being released, yeah. Mespeeth or however they pronounce it. Let's see what uh, our boy thinks about it because he's ready. Let's, Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Solid intro time, by the way. I appreciate that time with you. Cheers. Cheers, brother. There he is. Hello, can you hear us, brother? Hello, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. How are you, bro? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? We're good. So I'm Zach, and this beautiful gentleman to my right is Schuler. All right. What's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, we we're honored to be here. Will you uh, please introduce yourself to the to the crowd? Yeah, I'm Emil from Cryptic Hatred. I'm the guitarist and vocalist of the band, and yeah, just from Finland and stuff. Hell yeah! We were just talking about Finnish uh, death metal and the, the whole um, you know the history and legacy that you guys have over there, and we just yeah. Were yeah. Wondering, uh, what's your uh, take on it? Who's your favorite uh, band from your homeland? Well, I really like Gorafilia. I don't know if you guys know that band. For sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Gorafilia is really good. And Sota Jumala. Um, then there's this Skull Maggot band from Helsinki. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Bands like that. Fucking rules. Yeah. Gorafilia probably is my favorite. Well, that solves that. I'm gonna have to check them out. I'm, I know Schuler knows them, but I don't know them. Yeah, give yeah. us. So, what's uh, what's your favorite record? The new one is best, I think. In the eye yeah. of nothing. Yeah, I really like yeah. that one. So, so how long? 
how long have you been listening to to death metal? like first i feel like it's important and i know that this is kind of a like a lame thing to address or whatever but tell tell us how old you are how how old is everybody in your band yeah we're all 17 years old so we have born in 2003 that's uh, that's fucking rad as hell to me man it's like yeah. i'm an old i'm an old man i'm 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 37 years old and one of the things that i think is really exciting especially since I also host a radio show and one of the yeah. things that I've found really, really cool and interesting since I've sort of been networking through that is just how many like younger uh, people in their mid to late teens are getting together and putting together like quality, solid death metal like it's really yeah. inspiring to me and it's really interesting and it gives me a lot of hope about the future so like my growing up when I did the way that I found this music was really roundabout right it was the internet was not what it is right now uh things were a lot less connected than they are right now and so when I talk to younger people about this music I really love to hear about how you got into it like where did you find this music did someone introduce you to it what were sort of your gateway bands when did you decide you wanted to start playing it like give us a little bit about your musical history well, yeah, I've been always listening to music and bands like System for Down got me into metal. And then just, I think, a few years back, like three years ago, our drummer Tatu showed me like a clip of Hammer Smash Face. And I was just thinking, what, like, what the hell is this? This is so yes. brutal. I've never heard anything like that before. Yes. I have I had listened to like System for Down they, and they had on the first record some growls and stuff like that. But the way the Chris Barnes vocals just were, I, I, I was shocked and just hooked on it right away. And yeah, gateway bands for me to death metal are like Cannibal Corpse, Suffocation, Deicide, all the, all the classic 90s death metal bands. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you can, and you can definitely hear me and Zach were talking about this a little while ago. You can definitely hear the heavy Cannibal Corpse influence on Crypto yeah, Patriots music. Of course. And... I, Go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just keep on. I don't have anything. Oh, um, with uh, give us a little bit of history with the band. When did you guys get together and start playing? Right, and so we were all in the same school, and just one day we were in the school auditorium where we had all the instruments. We were just playing around with them and trying to play some songs that we had learned in home. Me and Yami, our guitarists, were playing like old rock and roll songs. And then it just came to be, we were thinking that, why don't we try to play some songs together? And that just naturally went the way it went. Awesome. So Do you guys, um, now like we, we're both familiar um, with the release that you guys dropped this year with Free From The yeah. Grave. Did you, yeah. are those like the first batch of songs that you guys put together or did yeah. you write some other stuff where you got there or how'd that, how'd that come together? Yeah. So when we started this band, we didn't really like know what to do or what we want to do. We just played something. And there were yeah. some punk songs and dress metal songs that were shit. But then we just, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it just, yeah. But then, then we, Skeletal Remains, the song from the demo is the first, song that we ever stick to and we thought that that's our like first song and after that we just kept going the same direction and then we had eight songs and decided to record them so you awesome, didn't set man. out to really sound like say cannibal corpse it just kind of came out that way yeah i think just the huge influence that we got from the music just bleed into our own stuff that we wanted to sound like all the not we wanted to sound like death metal so I think it just naturally played into the, our own stuff. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it really is awesome. And it's as soon as I heard it, dude, it took me right back to Butchered at Birth and the, all those records. Those are my favorite records yeah. of all time, man. But it Thanks, sounds... Um, how do you balance that, though? You know, you, you sound like old school death metal bands like Cannibal Corpse, but um, where do you balance throwing your own kind of style into it uh, as well i mean i can hear it but to to describe it to uh people that maybe wouldn't know well we don't 
intentionally try to sound like any any band. We want to do yeah. our own. Stuff. Yeah, of course, of course. I, of course, as we go on and we progress with our instruments and songwriting, we're gonna have more uh, signature stuff that we do. But like we, yeah, like like I said, we don't try to sound like any specific band. We just try, want to sound like old school death metal, and that's what we love. And signature stuff that we do. I think the tremolo riffs that we have, and then just chromatic scales, no, like. No limits, I will say. Just yeah. do what we like and what sounds cool and brutal. Excellent, excellent. What um, what all are you, so are you guys working on any new stuff right now? And what's what's coming up next? Yeah, we we've been writing new songs this whole fall. We were supposed to have a few shows, but during because uh, this COVID nineteen, uh, they yeah, all we're we're gonna talk to you about that here in a minute. Yeah, sure. I, I figured that. But yeah, we've been writing new songs. We have like half a record written now, and we're trying to record it uh, next in the next early year, and hopefully it comes out in the summer. Awesome. Do you have? Uh, do you? I know that Desert Wastelands did the uh, the tape. Yeah. For, um, are, are are you looking at working with them again? Yeah, why not? We're we're gonna have remixed and remastered version of "Free from the Grave" coming out oh. via other records from Helsinki. Oh, cool! Awesome, man. That'll That's be. A, I'll, I'll look forward to hearing that. Yeah, so, we got yeah. that. Go ahead. Yeah, we got the offer just to do a little remix of the demo, so it works better on vinyl and CD. So we're gonna have some CDs coming out via other records next early next year and i think there i don't i'm not sure but it there might be some collapse with desert rangelands too that would be awesome it's uh i great yes yeah and i you know i'm i'm a little bit more of a cd man than a cassette yeah. or a vinyl man so i would certainly like to have a copy yeah, of that the whole tape thing uh surprised us we didn't know the people still like listen to saves but they, they were all sold out and we were quite shocked shocked with that but it's nice. It's, made a, it's definitely made a comeback, man. Yeah, it's like an underground thing in the States. Yeah, definitely. Very I much think so. it, I think it sounds fucking great on the tape, though. I listen to it all the time because I, I was lucky enough to snag a copy of the tape a while ago. And uh, yeah. it comes through just super old school, man. It's it's great. Everything, yeah. your whole vibe is totally encapsulated on the tape. It's awesome. I hope you're happy with it. I yeah, for sure. yeah, we are. I just bought myself a tape player and listen to our demo and it sounded quite cool it was very old school sounding yeah exactly. and that's that's the authentic 90s experience the uh yeah. it's interesting to me that that cassettes have made a comeback because the the first shit that i started buying music on was cassettes and i remember finally getting the cd player in like 97 i guess yeah. and being like man this is so much fucking easier you just skip <laughs> yeah. tracks yeah. i can fucking take this thing with me like it's a whole lot it's a whole lot more convenient but here come tapes again and like i'm just a collector man i want to grab whatever i can because i think it's i think it's fun to have yeah. um all right so let's uh let's let's loop back around to what came up a little while ago man we uh you know we're, we're talking to you from america we have yeah. fucked up the covid situation worse yeah. than pretty much anywhere else in the entire world um you are our you're our first Finnish guest on the show I feel like Finland is a country that we probably that our listeners would probably love to know a little bit more about and I feel like we can yeah. probably start with the COVID situation over there and then just yeah. tell us a little bit more about life man like how's like what's what's going on over there do you guys have you do you, you have mandatory military service coming up for you don't you yeah we do <laughs> yeah tell it just tell us everything man give us the well, fucking give us the lowdown yeah the whole covid thing finland has never had that bad situation of course we don't have that many people or anything but we have like now we have like three to five hundred cases per day and in helsinki everything is canceled for the rest of the year pretty much like you don't, you can't have shows there or they have like 20 people capacity yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. In the summer, it was uh, more open, but again, when the school start in fall, it they came to rise again. The COVID thing, but yeah, in Finland, it's just 
yeah, it's a nice place to live. Yeah, the summer, summers are great and winters are a little cold, but and yeah, we're all in school now uh, for the second year of our like, I don't know how to say it, but we're in school and yeah, we, we're turning 18 next year and the whole mili military thing is probably gonna come in a few years if we decide to go or it's mandatory, but there's like a few options for that as well. It's interesting, man. It's something yeah. that I think I, I really love sort of the coming of age differences in different countries. And I, yeah. I feel like military service is an interesting thing. And also for, for a lot of Americans, uh, specifically, like I work at a university, so it's it's interesting for me to sort of hear the way that education is divided up in other yeah. countries. So I and assume that you too. go ahead. But we get our driver's license when we're 18. So yeah. that's cool yeah. as well. And so the, the school that you're in right now is it's not like American high school, but it's not like American college either. It's it's somewhere yeah. between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have high schools in Finland, but none of us are in high school. We're more in this like, I don't know how to say it, but it's not high school. Vocational? Yeah, yeah, vocational, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's-, I'm that's, at that's and other guys are on media and stuff like that. That's cool, man, because those are probably jobs that you guys can have um, yeah. and then also continue to be musicians, right? Yeah, of course, they're, they're helping us, with, of course. We can do stuff by ourselves and yeah, that we learn in school, all the marketing and social media, stuff we can we have learned in school and yeah you guys have your shit together i always felt like the scandinavian countries just have their fucking shit together it makes sense yeah. technically let's uh so is finland is finland scandinavia uh i don't know man i can't ask for that i I'm think pretty it's sure close enough Finland, Finland is not Scandinavia. So, like, I, I have stupid fucking information that sticks around in my head for some reason, and I read at some point that Finland's not actually Scandinavia. It's a Nordic country. Yeah, it's a Nordic like, country. Yeah, the language, the language is closer to Russian than it is to any of the Scandinavian countries, and I feel like that's sort of one of the things that separates it. But I have all kinds of interesting Finland I'd love to run by you if you have time and you feel like talking about it. you're probably yeah, he was course. probably like I'm gonna come on the show and talk about my band and then we turn out to be fucking yeah, nerds I'm gonna ask about anything that you like I can ask for some questions <laughs> you're the man bro that's awesome yeah, thank, yeah thank, thank you for tolerating my bullshit all right so <laughs> cool, are are you familiar with the conspiracy theory that Finland does not exist <laughs> No, no, not at all. You're not not familiar with that. All right, so you, sir. Yeah. So there is a theory that in the Cold War era, Japan and the Soviet Union shared a secret about a stretch of the Baltic Sea between Soviet Union and Sweden, and that around the mid 20th century, the two nations collectively spread the idea that there was a landmass known as Finland on the stretch of that ocean keep the good fishing between themselves, right? So the Japanese were free to fish as much as they wanted to, yeah, yeah. as long as they gave their share to Russia. Um, right. And they, they got together and told the rest of the world, it's not actually an ocean, it's actually a piece of land there, it's called Finland. Have you, have you ever heard that before? No, that seems interesting, but I, I haven't heard that. It's, of course it's fucking absurd, um, but yeah. we, a, uh, a, a, recurring theme on this podcast i don't know how it happened is sort of throwing conspiracy theories at our guests and seeing how they yeah. react to it and how they whether or not they subscribe to it and i was i was curious about whether a finnish person would be aware of this bullshit mostly american conspiracy theory that well, finland does I'm not exist at least i'm not i'm not familiar with any conspiracy theories really Good for you, man. That means that you're fucking, you, you don't have irony poisoning. Your brain is probably working yeah. straightforward in a way that it's supposed to. You, yeah, right. Probably good, right? So, well, let's, let's, um, we'll come back to the finish, the finish trivia here in a little bit. But yeah. one of the things about conspiracy theories that I think is interesting is how they often work their way into the source material for the death metal that we listen to. You guys aren't into conspiracy theories, but like when you sit down to write music, Where's your inspiration come from for the lyrics? Um, well, 
obviously I'm the one who wrote the lyrics basically I'm the singer yeah. so all the phrasing and stuff that stuff but I'm I'm inspired by movies and horror stories and just everything that is scary basically excellent so this is what I'm dying to ask is there a, any Finnish horror films that us Americans may be ignorant to that you can uh, you can open our minds to because there's yeah. a lot of good stuff to come out that's a hard one man I'm not I'm not sure I have I'm not sure about Finnish horror movies not seen a lot of them what are your favorites um I like the conjuring films I know they're modern but I like them that's cool, man. That's the problem with, yeah, we, a lot of times, for some reason, people shit on modern horror. I think the Conjuring movies are cool, man. Yeah, I like, oh, like the jump scare thing is like, it's fun, but it's not really that scary. Like, it's sure. only a matter of time that it's scary. And right. like the psychological horror is much more interesting to me. Agreed. Definitely. We, uh, we're, we're big fans of the psychological horror here. Um, yeah. I should so, watch more of them, but yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, I, I, I was just saying that I should watch more of those kind of films and re really learn that and just try to get to the point. But yeah, it's a bit hard sometimes because I don't speak uh, like English mainly. So, brother, your 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 English is very, very, very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're doing I, a great job. That's, that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast of our band because I'm the only one who speaks English. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let them know we appreciate them as well. Yeah, for sure. Oh, of course, of course. So yeah, did you, was was English part of your primary school or did you learn yeah. it another way? Yeah. yeah, it was part of our school system. And When I, I was 17, it. I literally probably couldn't walk and chew bubblegum and you're playing an insane <laughs> amount of great death metal. You're speaking a second language. You're answering questions with more class than we're asking them. And I just, I, I tip my hat to you, my friend. You're, you're solid. Yeah. We like you. Thanks, right? man. Nice yeah. to hear that. Yeah, man. You're doing good. You're giving, you're giving us hope for the future, man. Yeah. Thanks. You got I, it. No, thank I, you. I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you, brother. And um, yeah. So sure. This is our first. This is our first one doing English. So. It's a bit scary. No, don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. It's an honor, man. Don't be scared. What, um, so how much other international uh, press have you gotten? I, I know that you know European countries are a lot more connected than America is with, with its neighbors and also with the rest of the world, but um, have you guys spoken to anybody in Russia? Have you spoken to anybody in other uh, Nordic countries? Like, what's, what's your exposure with the rest of the world right now? Where else are you finding out that people are into cryptic hatred? Yeah, well, it's kind of common thing in Finland that uh, people know your band uh, like more in other countries and then then Finland like Finland comes always last I don't know why is that thing but we've been covered in few American magazines and then we we were in Noxious Ruin I don't know if you got, know know that one but we were I, covered I in do that. indeed yeah we were in that one and then I we were we had like this top five songs of the week in metal injection we were in that. And, That's fucking awesome. But not really on that too much. Social media has helped us very much that for the press and stuff. But yeah. Bro, what does your new music sound like? If you could describe what the new what your um, new recording process is going to be like or anything like that to differentiate from the uh, Free the Grave uh, demo. Uh, I would say it sounds more Finnish. Okay. Uh, it has a little bit more like melodic stuff, I would say, and more signature stuff by ourselves, but still keeping our roots to the, of course, to the old school 90s. Definitely. I, so I, that makes me happy to hear. I am, this is one of the things that we were discussing earlier. I am a huge, huge fan of Finnish melodic death yeah. metal. Yeah. Um, who are some of the musicians that you like in the Finnish melodic death metal scene? Um, well, we like Cornables, and as I said, Gorophilia, we like mm -hmm. that one. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's melodic death metal, but it has more melodies. Uh, well, I guess, 
I guess one of the things that I'm curious about is, is the, so a lot of the melodic death metal bands that I love are from Finland and I'm kind of curious about like what their status in the country is. So like, what is Insomnium's status in Finland? Like, are they superstars? Does anybody, does nobody give a fuck about them? Like, how's that go? I do not know them. So I think that answers your question. Holy shit. You don't know Insomnium? I have, I heard the name, but never listened to the music. After after this is over, uh, Zach's gonna give me your email address. We got shit to talk about, man. You gotta fucking hear and so I love that shit so much, yeah. man. Well, for them melodic stuff, Chiller's Bootum is the biggest, of course. Obviously, and yeah. I sure. think every every metalhead in Finland does like Chiller's Bootum some way. Yes, like, I, I've the biggest band to ever come from Finland, I think. Yes, pro- I would. Yeah, I would. I would say with music that's that heavy, probably so, or at yeah. least as far as in the rest of the world, right? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. What about uh, what about Kalma? Are you familiar with Kalma? Again, I've heard the name, but not their music. <laughs> gonna have to hook you up, man. We're gonna have yeah. to. I listen a lot of more uh, like American bands than Finnish. I I and I've been that I've been searching more Finnish bands like this year. Yeah, more. I like more American stuff. One of the one of the cool things I think about, and this is something that I say about death metal all the time. I've I've been listening to it since I was around your age, you know, so uh, almost twenty five years at this point. Um, And I still, at this point, find bands who've been around for a really long time who I just, for whatever reason, never ended up hearing or. I heard of them, but I never checked out their music or whatever. And that is something that's really exciting to me to be able yeah. to have been listening to it and been into it for this long and still find new stuff, right? Yeah. So it's super exciting, I think, to be you know a young dude who's in a death metal band that's getting some exposure, that's getting some international attention and still have all this cool new stuff to find yeah. out about. Out there, I right? feel like I'm so young that I have not heard anything by yet. I would still have so many bands and so many genres to listen to. So, and it's just, uh, there are year, years to come for the yes. experience. Which is, like which is exciting. And I, it's, it's, it's so, it's so cool. I think that you guys, as young as you are and, and as much, as much you still have to find out about, about, you know, music and new stuff to discover, you still yeah. very much have an identity as a band, as musicians. And that's yeah. one of the things that I think is super impressive about Cryptic Hatred, man. We, we love you guys. Uh, we love Free From The Grave. We're definitely looking forward to seeing where you guys go next. Um, we will definitely be paying attention and staying in touch. Hell yeah, man. That's so nice to hear. For sure. We're going to hook For you sure. up with a shit of obscure music recommendations, because that's what old people do. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So typically towards, uh, sorry, go ahead, Zach. Nothing, man. As I said, I know what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. So typically towards the end of the podcast, we have a question that we like to ask everybody that comes on. Now, if you're not familiar with it, no sweat, no problem, but we got to ask it anyway, just to see what is. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What is your favorite Black Sabbath record? Oh, I don't know. Paranoid are the first one, I would say. Paranoid are the first one are fucking solid choices. Can't go wrong. Classic. Classic. Absolute classics. Do you listen to a lot of Black Sabbath? Well, sometimes. Not that much anymore, but sometimes like a super it's 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 definitely a gateway band i think for a yeah, lot of people of course when i was much younger of course i listened to black sabbath and kiss and that kind of stuff but definitely. now it's yes. much more on the death metal side that that yes. stuff comes back around man you'll be surprised yeah. I would figure it black, sabbath, now, you know? black sabbath is like my musical safe place where yeah. I go back to whenever the the, the yeah. world is too much. If you did you see that they're doing the fucking volume four review? No, I did. I yeah. ordered that shit. 
that I did too. They're reissuing <laughs> yes. volume. They're reissuing volume four with like a it's like a four vinyl collection or a five CD collection. And I just remember seeing yeah. it and going, God damn it! Now I'm gonna I gotta buy this fucking record again. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't help myself, different. man. They're not gonna die like ever. They're always gonna be the band. <laughs> we hope no so. Yeah, Ozzy no and Tony are gonna that. be fucking in cryostasis sometime in the future, yeah. fucking reissuing yeah. Black Sabbath shit. Black Sabbath is shit. Everyone likes them. Like it's just yes. a classic band. Fuck yeah. It is, man. You can't you can't fuck with them. Are you familiar yeah. with any of their later records? Like Sabbath Buddy Sabbath, Sabotage, Technical Ecstasy. Yeah. Or- I've yeah. heard Sabbath by Sabbath. I've heard that one a little bit, but not not that much. If I could recommend any record to you, I feel like it would be Sabotage by Black Sabbath. And uh, you should that's check out favorite like, Sabbath my record. My favorite Sabbath, but they kind of almost invented progressive metal. And I feel like you yeah. can take a uh, lot of inspiration from that. And yeah, it enriches your musical vocabulary. Yeah. All right. I will check it out. All right, that was my mission. Now, now I feel good. I feel safe. I feel like we we handled that well. And uh, dude, thank you so much, man. This was a great time. Yes, yeah, thank you. Me, of course, guys. Anytime. We're gonna stay we in look touch. Forward, look forward to yeah. seeing what you guys do next. Stay safe. Uh, stay healthy, and uh, and keep keep making good shit. Yeah, hell yeah, man. All right, brother. Take it Take easy. Take care. Take care. Kids are all right. Kids are all right, man. We're gonna be just fine. Kids are, the kids are all right. I uh, I like to fucking nerd out about other cultures, man. I can't help myself. Well, that's why we like this music too. It's like part of the reason why we know shit about other cultures is because we like bands. From uh, other and parts it's of the world. yeah. That's one of the things that is is really interesting to me is sort of like the how how a band's status in their native country stacks up to their status as an export. Yeah. And so, like, when he said he didn't know who Insomnium was, that blew my fucking mind. And, like, I don't think it's nothing against him, right? I just, like, in my mind, like, Insomnium is, like, the fucking Alice in Chains of Finland. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, man. Like, like they're, like, they're massive. Like, you can't turn on the radio without hearing Insomnia. And I sure, I'm sure that's not the case, right? I'm just saying, like, it's interesting the way that I sort of formulate these things like with analogs for for american phenomena music bands tv whatever so it's always interesting to find out how they stack up to to where they're from yeah and that's just what we do as metal nerds i feel like we just make an obscure music connection with like a country and assume everybody knows what we're talking about indeed and this so like this was a good conversation and i feel like it was a wholesome conversation which is which is good we're gonna need that because we're not gonna say who but we've already got our next guest lined up and it's gonna be the kind of thing i think that we probably shouldn't even put our names on yeah Uh, this next the next guest that we have on the next episode of lips and riffs which is coming way sooner than the gap between the last one and this one is somebody who you will recognize but somebody who you might not be ready for. So gird your fucking loins and get ready, okay? Prepare for filth. You heard it here first, Reeves. You did. You did. Zach, man, it's good to see you. Love you, brother. Glad you're healthy. Glad things are going well. Um, You too, bro. Looking forward to talking a whole lot more over the Christmas downtime, man. Absolutely, man. See you fucking in a couple days. Absolutely. Peace out, brother. See you, man. Good time.